0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Indong. 81 days until the college basketball season begins. 81 days, man. Uh, Time is a ticking and uh, we are back with another conference preview. Great success on the America East. It was a fantastic one to cover. Obviously, that was five days ago now, so we're a little bit off schedule, but uh, we are back and we're going to be banging out some episodes from now until uh, probably next Tuesday. We're going to bang out a couple right here in a row. Next one up is the A-Sun, so we're very excited for this one. It's going to be a great one uh, this upcoming season as we have two new teams coming to this conference. So uh, very excited to get to it once again, and uh, happy Thursday, man.
1: Yeah, happy Thursday indeed. Glad to be back after being off schedule a little bit. 31 conferences left, 81 days, and we have another surprise coming in the foreseeable future, another surprise episode. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But, yeah, we're we're kind of on a tight schedule now. It's 81 days. comes fast.
0: <laughs> Indeed it does. And uh, tomorrow will be our last in-person episode. We'll be covering the next conference preview. And I'll be the last in-person episode until probably winter wintertime. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a little bit disappointing. But it's all right. Still got March. And we still got a lot of big things coming up soon. So, uh, yeah, it might be sad for a while. But uh, it will all get better in the end. But, uh, yeah. Um, I don't think we have too much else to cover before we get started. I am getting a haircut tomorrow as well, which is must needed. So for those of you who have been wondering, don't worry, I'm getting one. So uh, yeah, I think that is all we got. So as you guys know, how we do this is we go player of the year, dark horse. And today we have teams 14 to one. So it's going to be a little bit longer than the American East was. But uh, the A-Sun, man, very high expectations this year. So I'm very excited to see how it's going to go this season. Yeah, they were definitely one of the beneficiaries
1: from all the conference league and uh, realignment stuff. So, yeah, excited to cover this
0: a Sun. Indeed we are. So, without further ado, let's get things started. First up, player of the year. Uh, This is kind of an easy one. This guy has been an absolute pooper in college basketball. And we both picked this guy, and we do have a runner-up. So, uh, do you want to get the runner-up first out of the way?
1: Yeah, the runner-up is uh, a guy we are very familiar with. It is Asan Asajala uh, of Lipscomb. Obviously, we we went on an episode with him. I totally forget what number that was. Let me go check right now.
0: I think it's 40
1: something, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's 45. Was that Justin yeah. Turner was 45? Was
0: it? Maybe this- he was 47. Was he 47? I have no clue. But
1: uh. yeah, we did we did interview with him. We still keep in touch with him. So sign if you're you listening to this. I hope you're doing well. Uh, 15 points, nine rebounds, four and a half assists. Last year, obviously, two seasons ago was his breakout year. This is technically his sixth season uh, at Lipscomb, obviously redshirted as a freshman due to injury. He's played the past four seasons. He returns for his fifth and final season. So excited to see what he brings. He's definitely going to be the Kareem. He's going to definitely be in that preseason short list for the Kareem uh,
0: Abdul-Jabbar Award, just like last year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hassan's a fantastic player. Hassan, if you're watching this, uh, good luck this season. Uh, we've been a little bit in touch, but uh, obviously he's, he's busy out working. So uh, we got to let lab. him in. Yeah, he's in the lab. So uh, yeah, Lipscomb's hoping to have a big year. He's going to be behind that. Uh, very excited to see what they can do this upcoming season. But in terms of player of the year, uh, it's hard to miss on this guy. This guy's an absolute beast. It is Darius McGee at a Liberty. This guy's an absolute hooper entering his graduate year at liberty decided to come back which is a big surprise to some people but uh yeah he's an absolute baller 24 and a half points per game four and a half rebounds three and a half assists per game and uh also a steal in there as well and uh, this guy's an absolute beast Would not be surprised if he is on a couple of watch list awards especially for that senior award i don't remember the exact name of that award off the top of my head uh you know you know the word i'm talking about though right yeah i forget the name of it but uh he's gonna be on that short list and uh maybe even for the uh who is was it, Bob Bob Cousy Award for point guard? Yeah. Yep. yeah. He'll probably be on that list too, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, he's an absolute ho- hooper. And uh, him and Ax- Max Acemuss are going to be playing this season. So I'm very excited to watch that matchup. That's going to be a great one between two of the best mid major guards we've seen in a while. So, uh, yeah, Darius McGee definitely, I believe, is a uh, returning player of the year for this conference, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So uh, he's looking to go back-to-back, which he definitely has a good chance of doing so. Yeah, definitely. Won't be
1: surprised if he does. Uh, win the scoring title this year for all of division one. He's just that good of a score. He's an elite score, I'd say. And for my dark horse, I have Austin P here. Newcomer to the A-Sun came from the Ohio Valley conference where they did have a solid season. Uh, but this season, I feel like they're playing. They, I think they downgraded in my opinion. I think the OVC is a little bit better than the A-Sun. I think they're, they're going to benefit a lot from playing a, a conference below uh, Four starters and minimal bench return for Austin P, but loaded transfers led by Sean Duru Gordon from Missouri. He was a top 150 guy in his class. And I think Austin P is going to be a
0: very good team in this conference for a very long time. Did Yeah, Austin P is looking pretty good this year. Another team that I have this year, Kennesaw State, man. This team is going to be good this year. And uh, if you do recall, two years ago, this team was a laughingstock team. We say this a lot, but uh, – laughing stock team this this Kennesaw State team was they'd had not many wins on the season one of the worst teams in college basketball I think this is the year man this has to be the year for them everybody's returning all five stars most of the benches are returning as well it's been the year I mean they've been down in the middle of the pack in the bottom for the past few seasons it's time to break through man Chris Youngblood and Terrell Burden they're leading the pack I I really do like this team this upcoming season they're gonna make a lot of noise and turn a lot of heads in the A's definitely agree and now
1: we go to our rankings, starting at number 14. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like this is one of the easier ones. Um, it's North Alabama. They had a very good season two seasons ago. Uh, Cinderella run in the conference tournament. Last year, I thought they were going to be really solid, and they were. This year, they, they kind of lose everybody with two starters and little bench returning.
0: Um, I just think they're going to have a poor season this year. Yeah, North Alabama is my last team as well. Uh, there's a famous words to you. Uh, unfortunately there always has to be a last place team in each conference. So uh, yeah, North Alabama is this one for me as well. Like you said, two starters, a little dip in uh, two seasons ago. They were very good. They were competing first year in D one this past season took a little bit of a step back. They do return Daniel Ortiz, who's a top option, like you said, but uh, other than that, not too much coming back. So I think they'll definitely take a step back once again, but you never know this team could surprise some heads and uh, maybe move a couple spots, but I don't see them getting further past this middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. I think same applies for my number
1: 13 team. That would be Central Arkansas. Been a middle of a pack team for past couple of years, but basically lose most of the team. That's why i be my 13.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Stenson is my 13 team. Only two stars to some bench as well. Uh, Stenson was a middle of the pack team last season. I believe they had some controversy in the middle of the season. I think they got into like a fight or something like that. I, I don't know why I remember that, but I, I could be completely wrong. But uh, regardless... They do lose their top option, Rob Perry. But other than that, uh, not too much coming back. So scoring will be lost here. So I have this team dropping down a couple of spots, which is why I have them at 13. Mm-hmm. At number 12, I have another newcomer in the A-Sun
1: in their first year in Division One. That would be Queens. Uh, they did very good in Division Two. They were very consistent in top team, making a sweet 16 in the Division Two tournament last year. They retained most of the team back, uh, making a jump to Division One. I think they'll have a tough time adjusting, but I won't be surprised if they do finish middle of the pack. I just have them at 12 right now
0: because I don't know how they are. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Bellarmine. It's like a new D1 team. You never know. I mean, we've seen teams like Merrimack come into D1 and win their conference. I mean, the Queens could very much do the same thing. I'm going to put them here at 12 for now as well. Uh, like you talked about, four starters and a couple of bench players returning. Kenny Dye is a top option coming back. They did lose a uh, – I believe his name was Jumbo. Jamari Smith, maybe, or something like that. But he averaged 17 points per game. He is gone, though. But Kenny Die averaged 14, so he's coming back. So pretty good addition. Uh, Queens, I think they'll do all right year one, D one. Uh, but it's obviously a waiting game, and we'll see how they can do. Mm-hmm. At number 11, I got Stenson here. Like you mentioned,
1: I think they were the team with controversy in the middle of the season. But they do lose their starting backcourt. Rob Perry, obviously, the, the better of the two. I forget the other guy's name they both transferred out to a lot better competition so i think stetson they
0: take a step back this year definitely agree my number 11 team is central arkansas like you talked about two stars and some bench players return uh this team could be all right i mean they have a very explosive guy in cameron hunter other than that not too much around him but uh if they can pull around him i think this team's a low tier dark horse in my eyes but uh, i don't really see them going too far up these ranks in the A sun because it's pretty competitive this year to be honest
1: hmm Number 10 for me, one of your f- favorite uh, mid-major programs, I think, North Florida. Three seasons ago, I know you were on the hype train at the end of the year. Two seasons ago, they were all right. Last season, they were, they were not that good. Uh, I think they're in the bottom of the pack this year once again. Uh, I think they will get better, but I think, I think they're still towards the bottom looking at this conference.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm still a little bit on this North Florida train. It's, it's a little close to my heart. Uh, I got them a couple of spots higher. I got Bellarmine here at 10. Uh, two stars and some bench coming back. Kind of a common theme for these bottom teams. They lose their top three options uh, this upcoming season, which is tough for Bellarmine. But uh, I really do gain a lot of respect for this team because uh, I was looking at their roster on their website. What do they have on there? Their managers are, are on the roster. Shout out to Bellarmine. That's that's huge. I like that a lot from them, showing all the managers on there with all the players. That's That's a great sign. And that's a respect right there for them. However, I think they're going to take a step back. They've had a, two really good seasons so far in D1, but this year they might take a small step back, just losing so much top-heavy guys. Mm-hmm. And number nine, unfortunately, for
1: Hassan, I do have Lipscomb here. They were all right last season. I think they'll be all right again this season. They have a very good freshman class, probably the best freshman class in this conference, but there's a lot of, a lot of good transfers transferring this conference, which is why they're at nine. Obviously, the freshman – uh, got to get used to college basketball first.
0: Indeed, indeed. Number nine for me is North Florida. Three stars in the bench return for this team. Uh, it, was a, it was a down year last year. I'll definitely admit that. But uh, I think it was definitely derailed due to health issues. The top two guys, uh, Carter Durkenson and Jose Placier, uh, did not play the full season. They've only played half a season. So if those two guys can remain healthy, I think North Florida can definitely move up further than nine. Right now, I'm going to put them here as a placeholder. But I would not be surprised if North Florida can jump into that number six spot. I really do think they have a chance. So, uh, I might be a little biased. But, uh, hey, I like these Ospreys. So, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Number eight, I have Bellarmine here. Very good two seasons
1: from them. Uh, first two seasons in Division One, they were very good. I think they won the regular season title both times. Unfortunately, the top three options do uh, leave, including Dylan Penn, who is now at – Vermont uh, so yeah Bellarmine I think with their fin they have a very f- fantastic coaching staff obviously that's why they came to division one and just won immediately I think they repeat that success but
0: not as good as the past two seasons I have them at eight definitely agree number eight unfortunately I do have Lipscomb here only two stars this bench return for Lipscomb it was a solid year obviously the RTM's finest is Sanasadula best of in the conference no cap uh, but Jacob Organovich was the big surprise last year. Uh, he was a freshman. He stepped onto the scene and uh, he shined. He did really good. So I'm excited to see what he can do this upcoming season alongside Hassan because I believe Hassan was hurt uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, so that kind of derailed them. But uh, if they can uh, gel and get back together, this team can definitely contend. Uh, one guy I want to mention shout out Tommy Murr. Obviously, Alabama High School's finest. I hope that he can play a lot more this year because uh, from what I've seen, this guy's a hooper. I mean, You've seen the highlights probably in this guy. Uh, hopefully, he can get a lot more playing time. He started in two games last year. Uh, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, this Lipscomb team still has a lot of key pieces. And uh, not too long ago, this team was at the top of the table in the A-Sun. Hopefully, they can get back up there relatively soon. Who knows? This year could be a sleeper year for them.
1: hmm Definitely agree. Tommy Murr, I think more than 4,000 uh, high school points, I believe. I think.
0: Yeah, he was averaging like – already something like yeah. the new it's called oh, crazy
1: really, really. yeah uh, number seven i have eastern kentucky, eastern kentucky here uh, this is a team high ceiling low floor obviously they they press you 40 minutes and i enjoy watching this team this is one of my favorite teams to watch in this conference just because they just cause havoc but at the same time they just allow so many points uh, michael monero, monero is back i've seen i feel like i've watched him from through way back when Wendell Green was on the team two seasons ago. Uh, he's a lights-out shooter. They're all lights-out shooters at East Kentucky. It's just a matter of, do, does the, is their press effective?
0: Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like a St. John's team from what I've, like, seen them play as. Now, obviously, the defense is not as good as St. John's, but the press is somewhat there in terms of that. But uh, now my number seven team is the reigning champs, quote-unquote, Jacksonville State. Obviously, J-Ville State complete roster turnaround. Uh, they did go dancing last year. Uh, I think it's still very controversial how that happened, but uh, I'm not going to get into the details because uh, this team was good. Don't get me wrong, but I still think Jacksonville should have got that nod. Uh, if you, for those of you who did not know, Bellarmine did win the conference tournament last year, but since they are not eligible to play in March Madness, they gave it to the winners of the regular season, which was Jacksonville State. Um, and, in this conference tournament, keep in mind, Jacksonville did beat Jacksonville State. So I thought it was very controversial. Won't get into it too much. Both teams are good. So uh, I'll keep moving forward. Uh, yes. But Jacksonville State does bring in Clarence Jackson from Wichita State and Skyler Potter from Moorhead State. And I'm intrigued to see how they can turn around because uh, I think they still got a lot of good talent on this team. Uh, it's just a matter of chemistry at this point. I'm going to put them here at seven for now. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with you. I have them at number six,
1: uh, Jacksonville State. Obviously, like you said, went dancing um, as the second-place team in the regular season. They live and die off the 3 pointer. They're one of the best three-point shooting teams in all of the country. They showed that against Auburn in the tournament, obviously uh, didn't, didn't defend Auburn well. That's that's what happens with these mid-majors when you have no bigs. But, yeah, Skyla Purdy, Clarence Jackson, very good two ads for them. Uh, I, think, I think they'll stay competitive.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why we both have them here in the middle of the pack. Number six, I got Jacksonville here at number six. This team's intriguing. Four stars and some bench players. I, I still say it's a successful season for Jacksonville last year because uh, this team was not too hot a couple of years ago. And now they're starting to get some noise. Kevin Nolan, uh, Kevion Nolan, excuse me, uh, he's a guy to watch out for. He definitely has a chance to be in this all conference team. Very explosive guy. Just need to fill some guys around him, which I think they have. So, uh, I think Jacksonville competes. I think they're
1: going to be a pretty good team this year. Yeah. I have them a couple of spots higher. At number five, I have all State. Obviously, um, they're going to keep improving, obviously. They got their own teams, though. I feel like I haven't seen a, a guy leave their portal in three years. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. So,
1: like, at least a guy of significance because their five-stars return, most of their bench returns, and – Obviously, two seasons ago with this core, they were in last. Last season, they improved a little bit. This season, I think they're going to improve again. And this core is still young. They're all juniors. They all have two years remaining. So I think this year, they're going to make a jump, uh, shock some heads. And maybe next year, they can make another jump. And if they all stay for a fifth year, I think I think they're going to be good.
0: Definitely agree. I'm very scared for this core. I think they have a really good core that he talked about. I'm intrigued, I got to say the least. Five for me is Eastern Kentucky. I think this team's really good. Obviously second year in the A-Sun now. Three starters and some bench players do return for this team. Uh, I think it could be a productive season for them. Uh, I think they kind of scouted out the area, scouted out the opponents. Uh, When they're healthy, this team's good. I mean, Michael Monero is really good. Devontae Blanton is also very good. And uh, I do think EKU rises this season. Uh, They had obviously a tough stretch of games last year. A lot of close games for them from what I do remember. But – I think this team has a lot left in them, and uh, this could be the year for them. So I got them here in five. Mm-hmm. At number four, I have Jacksonville here,
1: who should have made the tournament. I think that's, that's going to fuel them. Uh, Jacksonville is a very good team. Four starters and some bench players. Like you said, Kevin Nolan will be a, a tough player. I think he's going to be an all-conference player this year. And Jacksonville, man, I'm very excited for them. I have them at fourth, but I think they're going to win the conference tourney. That's my preseason pick to win the conference tournament. Oh. That's Jacksonville.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Two away for me. I don't know. Still a lot left in the season because it hasn't even started yet, but uh, (laughs) I still think if injuries go wrong their way, uh, this team could be in trouble. I can say that about any team, obviously, but uh, I'm going to wait to see how it plays out because there's a lot of great teams in this conference. I think it's uh, I I honestly think that any team from seven up could win. I really do think that it's a very, very well-rounded conference this year. Number four for me is Kennesaw state, who is my dark horse. Uh, yeah, you talked about this team a lot. Uh, they're due. I mean, they're due for something successful. This is going to be the breakthrough year, like I talked about. Uh, Thailand, this team reminds me of DePaul, a mid-major DePaul for me. Obviously, if you know me and DePaul, uh, we we see the light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, for this Kennesaw State team, we're also seeing that light at the end of the tunnel. So I think this is the year. It Maybe it's next year, but for now, it's a good. It's going to be a good learning curve and a good step up. So uh, yeah, this team has a lot of good success. I think it's gonna be the year, but uh, we'll see what happens. I got them here for.
1: Mm-hmm. At three, obviously, my dark horse, Austin P or Pay. Um, like I said, they're gonna be a very good team, moving conferences with most of the team returning and a, a lot of good transfers coming in. Obviously, their coach Nate James, who took the job coming out from Duke, he was the number three coach at Duke. Obviously, uh, he would have been number two this year, but took the job at Austin P last year, and I think I think he's gonna prove himself he's going to prove himself real soon. He's, he's young too.
0: Yeah, very young. And uh, I was surp- I was honestly surprised he did decide to make this move, but uh, hopefully it works out because uh, first year at obviously in the OBC, last year in the OBC Austin pay was not that good. Uh, but We still have not figured out if it's pay or P I mean, I've heard both ways. So I'm going to go with P I guess, but uh, Austin P I don't, I don't know. So for those of you that are Austin P fans, let us know. Cause uh. There's a lot of schools that we don't know how to pronounce. Shout out to King because that was the hardest one for us. But yes, regardless, sorry, I'm, I'm off topic. But uh, yes, this team looks really good four stars and some minimal bench. But uh, they're moving from the OVC to the A Sun. Different place of play is my key point here from these two conferences. Pace of play, I think, is a lot more faster than the OVC and the A Sun. I think it's a lot slower. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, but yeah, they do bring back Elijah Hutchins Everett and Caleb Stone Carwell. Very nice duo for this team. I really do think Austin Pay can compete in this conference. It's going to take some time to get going, but once they get going, it's going to be like a stone rolling down a hill. It's not going to stop until they get to the bottom.
1: Mm-hmm. And number two is Florida Gulf Coast. Did a clear second best team in this conference right now. Uh, what a hire hiring coach, Pat Chambers, obviously coach at Penn State who, who was forced out there. She finally gets a second opportunity. And I think Dunk City is back, man. Three starters, some bench player returns, and some insane transfers. Isaiah Thompson from Purdue, all four years, uh, for the past four years at Purdue. Demir Bishop from St. Joe's, he's an elite score. They have another, uh, obviously, the one guy they lose that I do remember Calvin Samuel
0: of. They lost Dun Martin.
1: Yeah, Dun Martin too, but Calvin Samuel, their big man. He was their defensive player of the year. They reloaded the center position, getting Sam Unu. Uh, Out of Memphis, he was a transfer from Memphis, top 100 in his class, who just didn't get an opportunity there last year. Uh, Dunk City's back. I think they're the second-best team, obviously, you know, the number one team.
0: Yeah, number one team's easier, unfortunately. (laughs) But, hey, I mean, there's a lot of good teams chasing that number one team. Florida Gulf Coast is definitely one of those teams, man. I like this team a lot. Uh, I really do think Coach Pat Chambers did a fantastic job relining this team for success. And, uh, sure, they lost Tavian Dunn Martin, they lost Kevin Samuel. But uh, they still bring a lot of great guys in to this program, which I was very pleased about to see, to be honest. Yeah, Isaiah Thompson was a fantastic pull from Purdue, as well as Tamir Bishop. And like you talked about, Sam Onew. these Memphis big men who didn't get playing time last year, they're going to shine wherever they go. Earl Turnbull, like another guy, didn't get much playing time. Now he's at Bryant, probably going to do pretty good stuff there. Uh, I mean, you've probably seen them, so you probably know. But, uh, yeah. Order Gulf Coast looking really good. I like the team a lot. They had a lot of good uh, talent last year. The, the game I remember the most from them was that game. Oh, who was it against? Is it, it the was, fourth, that,
1: was it the fourth four overtime game?
0: No, it was a game against a ranked team. I don't remember who it was. Oh, I, was I don't remember, but yeah, yeah, you, you gotta look it up because I, I, I vividly remember watching them play against a ranked team and they were held. They were holding their ground fantastically. It was it was at Florida Gulf Coast. I remember that. I don't know if you can find it, but uh, that game. I mean, they're a good team. I mean, that's all I know. That's all I really need to say. They're a good team. They compete. They're gonna find a way. And uh, with a new coach, I think it's gonna be some good stuff. I have them here too. Uh, but yeah, one that gonna be hard to beat because this team's fantastic. Yeah, you want to take a guess on that team? It, it's a ranked team. I know what it is. Um, let me think. Oh, 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 oh. no, no. I thought I had it, but no. Um, hold on.
1: I'll give you a hint. Houston. I'll give you a hint. All right. No, you're you're way off. The hint probably would have helped you. It was the USC Trojans. Ah, that's no. I knew it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Andy Anfield's uh, the USC coach now. He he was hired from SGCU Reunion. They called it the Dunk City reunion, cause yeah, he was the guy that brought FGCU and Dunk City to prominence. So yeah, very, very good. Uh, poor, poor guess from you though.
0: <laughs> poor guess. I, once you said it, I knew it. Uh, yeah, that's. It. Yeah,
1: I think I think the hand would have helped you a lot.
0: Uh probably would have. But I don't know. The, the knowledge is knowledge is just out the drain right now. i I'm I'm still salty that I lost in the uh, guess who, last time we were in person. But, oh yeah. Uh,
1: and obviously the number one team, probably the number one team every preseason. That's got to be Liberty, especially this year. There's McGee returns along with three other starters, most of the bench as well. Obviously McGee does all the work on offense. They haven't got a lot of good role players, as you saw last year. Fell short of the tournament bid, I totally forget who they lost to. Um, they lost to, didn't
0: they lose to Bellarmine? I don't know. Yeah. They lost to Bellarmine. Yeah, Bellarmine beat them in the semifinals. Yeah, fifty-three fifty.
1: Interesting. Very very low. Big big scoring, big very big low big big. But yeah, very low scoring game for a Liberty. Oh yeah, player. yeah, yeah. But um, Liberty, I think they're gonna receive some votes for the AP top twenty-five this year. Maybe one or two. Uh no, knowing, knowing the people that vote, they sometimes they're just out of pocket at times yeah they'll get a vote sometimes you see bc for no reason like i don't understand (laughs) these these ap voters i don't know if they're qualified but like you know what i mean they're they're, just out of pocket votes sometimes and i think uh, liberty's gonna steal a couple of them
0: yeah i know what you mean yeah i don't i couldn't even tell you but uh yeah i got liberty at one too i mean this team's fantastic uh obviously as you know it's a Darius McGee show, but uh, the thing that I like about this team is they got all those pieces around him that can shine, and uh, obviously four stars coming back, nation's top scorer, one of the nation's top scorer, if not the nation's top scorer next year, uh, yeah, I mean, Liberty's gonna be that team, but uh, I, I like I said, I personally do think that it is a very well-rounded conference, I think the top seven can compete for that spot, uh, it's obviously gonna be a one bid, but uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams fighting for that spot because uh, and this team's very deep, and this conference is very deep, I should say. So uh, I'm not going to make a pick. I know you picked Jacksonville. I'm not going to make a pick right now, but, uh, I mean, I think it could go a lot of different ways. So we'll definitely see.
1: Yeah, definitely going to go a lot of different ways. Very excited to see this. Uh, all these teams battle that in March or early February leading – or late February leading to early March for the bid. Um, Very excited for this conference. Obviously, one bid, unfortunately.
0: and uh, one bid, which is unfortunate. But uh, some of these mid-major schools, I mean, it's possible to get two bids, but uh, they'd have to – I mean, they probably do have some pretty good non-con games, but they'd have to win pretty much all of them. And then also both of these two teams. It's kind of like the um, the MVC. I mean, they kind of got to do really well in non-con. And then – kind of stay relevant in conference play and lose a couple games, but not too many. And then make it all the way to the finals to play each other. That's the only real reason I could see that happening. Uh, I don't think it will, but I mean, you never know. I've seen crazy things happen in college basketball. So you never know, but probably going to be a one bid for the A-Sun. But uh, yeah, I think that is all we got for the A-Sun. Shout out to the A-Sun, man. Really good conference. Very glad that they got two new teams into this conference because it's definitely going to help out a lot because, uh, I mean, you see, the in the past couple of years. It's been very competitive. I mean, there's always been two or three teams battling out every year. This year, I think it's going to be even better. So, uh, very excited for that. But, uh, yeah, next conference up is the Big Sky. We will be in person for that, and we're going to be doing that tomorrow. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, obviously, got to get the prep going for that because we have not started it. But uh, Big Sky's not that big of a conference, so we could probably hang it out soon. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all we got. You got any uh, final thoughts?
1: Yeah. Big sky is a very interesting conference this year.
0: Yeah. Um, no southern Utah, right? They're out. Yeah, they're out. And who won last year? Montana State. Yeah, that's right. Montana State. Yeah. yeah. And then they played Texas Tech. And
1: uh you know how that you know how that goes. Any mid-major that plays Texas Tech, yeah, the defense is, is crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was bizarre. I mean, I remember they scored what? 20 points at halftime or something like that. I think um, it was less. I thought it was like 18, 16. I think, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Regardless, Big Sky and up next. Um, obviously, as you know, I am moving into school on Saturday. So I'll get all this stuff hopefully settled. I don't know if this will be my setup or I'll get a new setup. Uh, it's kind of all in the works. But I did say I was going to get a whiteboard with all the conferences down and start crossing them off. So uh, I can't really do that right now, but I will do this. Ready? Here we go. So we have the a-, a, America East, and the A mm-hmm. Sun. Well, I'm just going to show you what I'm going to be doing. And we got the big sky. All right. As you can see, America East is done. A Sun is done. So now up to the big sky. I have a big whiteboard on that. It's cool. So uh, stay tuned for that. But for now, uh, we're going to be using this. So right.
1: I have I have a good
0: question of the day. Oh, yeah. What's the question of the day? We have, we've been kind of lacking. We're yeah. get that back. People need to answer because uh, we've been giving out good questions. No one's been answering. We'll, so we'll, uh,
1: we'll, put a poll, we'll put a poll out on our Instagram too. Okay. It's a very good. good question of the day. Good. Good. Who, who's got a better fantasy football team? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a very – would you like to read yours out first? Sure. Yeah, we, we drafted on Monday. Uh, let's keep in mind, Min had the second pick. I had the eighth pick. Um so so yeah, you just All right. here's my team. You
1: just wanted right, to we'll make go. that clear, right? So yes, so if they hear my team, they're gonna be like, oh, who why did you draft this?
0: This yes. guy, why did you draft that guy? Okay. Yes, we're we're big fancy football guys over here as well. Obviously, the road to Mass is first. Fantasy football is up there as well. All right, here's my team. Quarterback is Lamar Jackson, running back is Derek Henry, running back two is Alvin Kamara, tight uh wide receiver one, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver two. Michael Pittman Jr. My tight end is T.J. Hawkinson. We have two flexes in this league. So right now it's Brandon Cooks and J.K. Dobbins. And my defense is the 49ers. Won't go into the bench, but I do have Russell Wilson, Broncos country. Let's ride. All right, go. Yeah. uh, Second
1: overall pick, obviously. My quarterback is Dak Prescott. My running back, who was also the second overall pick in that draft, Mr. DeAndre Swift himself. Shout out DeAndre Swift. Everyone was giving me so much crap for that, and I don't know why.
0: I mean, it was very controversial, but time will tell, as most of these things do.
1: Running back two, Aaron Jones. Wide receiver, Darnell Mooney. Second wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster. Tight end, Noah Fant. Very bad tight end. I should have. I should have. I regret some stuff I did in that draft. Drafting DeAndre Swift second, no regrets. I, I regret, I, I'll i tell you my regrets. First flex, Cam Akers. Second flex, Miles Sanders. My defense, obviously the Steelers defense. And you know, my bench is it's kind of loaded. It's kind of a good thing, yet a bad thing. Uh, my Travis Etienne, A.J. Dillon, Chris Olave, Tyler Boyd, and a bunch of backup running backs.
0: <laughs> yeah, men, men were very running back heavy, as you can maybe tell. But, yeah, uh, we play each other uh, NFL week. What week do we even play? Nine? Is that the only time we play? play.
1: Do we play twice?
0: No, I think we only play once. Yeah, we only play once. We only play week nine. So, NFL season, week nine. Uh, We'll be uh, battling it out. We'll definitely say something on the podcast. Week nine will probably bring us into December, maybe. So, maybe I'll be in person for that. We'll see. I don't think it's December. Oh, no, no, no. That's going to be, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, thanks. it might be Thanksgiving. So, so we're
1: going to see each other then. We, we might be watching Red Zone together while, while we see each
0: other. And yeah, we could be, yeah. But, uh, yeah, on that note, Sun, shout out to the Sun, man. Really good conference this year. Looking forward to watching it. Uh, really an exciting conference, to be honest. Uh, like I talked about, very good, very loaded. And, uh, yeah, that's that. Conference number two, check it off as I did. Conference number three up next is the Big Sky. We'll be there in person tomorrow and do a little bit of a send off. But uh, yeah, I think that is all we got for today's episode. You got any uh, closing thoughts?
1: Yeah, please
0: answer the poll. Yeah, please answer the poll. Uh, we we want more fan interaction, which is something we've been striving for. If you have any suggestions as well, uh, please let us know. I did get a new microphone, so hopefully that helps. That's the new mic, as you can see. But uh, yeah, I think that is all we got for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always, and it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.